Well, hello everybody. Welcome to a brand new series in the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. And uh, actually for the next two series, I'm going to be looking at just the first chapter, one of Dudley Daniels, in fact, his very first leadership manual called Leading the Church way back in 1989. He released it and still just as relevant and still just as valuable. And I've been working through some of that material and I hope that uh, what you hear uh, or watch really helps. So the first series we're going to do, I've called Thinking About Leadership. Now, leadership has always been one of the most misunderstood and abused ministries or offices in the life of the church. And before we can develop a better biblical understanding of what leadership is and how we grow as leaders, it's important to recognize how we think now and how we should think about leadership. So let's start off today by looking at four wrong ways of thinking about leadership. Wrong way number one is some people think leadership means dictatorship means lording it over people. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 2 and 3, Peter said this to the leaders. He says, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Now, for those people who see leadership as lording over, they will use uh, techniques and mechanisms like threats. They will control people. They'll use fear, manipulation, lots of rules. I was reading just recently, someone sent me a message from a pastor that was sent to someone in his church saying, your, you, your tithing is now in arrears, and if you don't catch up your tithing, you will be kicked out of the church within the next month. You see, that's about control. That's about lording it over people and trying to threaten them and get the what you want. Another bad way or wrong way of thinking is thinking about leadership as a promotion, which is something to grasp after that. So these are people who would look at leadership and aspire. I want that. I want that role. I want the title. I want the spotlight on me. I want the prestige. What they're seeing, they, they're seeing it as that hierarchical model. They're just seeing the privilege and they're seeing the attention and they go after it as if it's something to uh, be promoted into and the prestige of it. But in James chapter 3 and verse 1, James said this, not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And as a leader's job is to teach, to impart, to train, to preach God's word. And, and maybe we should be more aware that those who lead are held to a higher standard, both by people and I think by God as well. Not many should aspire. There's a personal glory and wanting to appear successful or better than others. If that's what's motivating you, that's wrong thinking when it comes to leadership. These people are always trying to take the credit, appear successful. They're not made of, motivated by love for God and His people, but by personal ambition. Once again, not the right way of thinking. Third wrong way of thinking about leadership is, uh, is seeing that you're the servant of the people rather than the servant of God. Now, I know it's a subtle difference, but it makes a big, big difference. Yes, as leaders, we call to be servants of people, but primarily we serve God. And by serving God, we serve people. Let me explain what I mean. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 1, Paul said this, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, right up front. Not a servant of people, a servant of Christ Jesus, which translates into serving people. In 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 5, he said, What after all is Apollos and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. The leader's primary job is always to serve God first. Now, the reason this is so important is because if we get it wrong, you'll always want to please the one you're serving. Now, the leader's job is not to please man, but primarily to please God. Let me give you an example. Two brothers, in fact. 
Think about Moses and Aaron. Moses, as a leader of people, was primarily a servant of God. And as such, he sometimes had to bring strong words of correction and rebuke to the people of God. But because primarily he was serving God, he could serve the people and he served them for 40 years of leading them through the desert. He was serving the people by primarily serving God. Aaron, his brother, had it the other way around. There was an occasion when Moses was up on the mountain. He spent another 40 days with God up on the mountain. The people were becoming restless. And Aaron, because he wanted to serve the people more than serve God, the people came to him and said, Aaron, make us an idol. We want something we can see to worship. Make an idol like the other nations. Remember what he did? He took their gold earrings, their rings, and he fashioned and formed this, this golden calf that the people bowed down to. What was the problem? Both of them served the people, but Moses primarily was a servant of God. Aaron was a servant of the people. Leaders, we have to understand that order, it's so important. And then the fourth wrong way of thinking about leadership is similar to that one. It's seeing leaders as Mr. Nascar. Keep the people happy. Just keep everyone happy. He's the one who's just trying to keep the environment and keep people smiling. But the problem with that is it undermines your leadership and results in weak and indecisive leadership. This flows from their own sense of insecurity and desire to be accepted. They desire to be liked, and so they just want to keep people happy and never challenge or rebuke them. Let me give you two scriptures behind that. First one comes from Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. It says, The fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. That's what it's rooted in, the fear of man. Mr. Nascar, just wanting to get people happy because you want them to like you. In John chapter 12 and verses 42 and 43, it says, Yet at the same time, many, even among the leaders, believed in Jesus. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. Refused to publicly acknowledge Jesus. Why? Fear of man, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be liked, wanting to be popular, kept them from becoming strong leaders. That's why it's a wrong way of thinking. In fact, the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, it says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage. That's our job, leaders. As we bring God's word, as we lead people with God's word, there will be times of correcting and rebuking and encouraging. And if you're just looking to be Mr. Nascar because you want to be popular and everyone to like you, you might do the encouraging, but you're not going to do the correcting and rebuking. So let me ask you this question. Can you identify with any of those wrong types of thinking? Let me mention them again. Some people think leadership is dictatorship. Is that you? What about number two? Others think it means promotion for them and they're grasping after it. Third one, others think it means the servant of the people and therefore never rule or exercise government. Or fourthly, others think leadership is about being Mr. Nascar and, then and that undermines and weakens true biblical leadership. A question for all of us is can you relate to any of those wrong thinkings? Before we can grow as a true biblical leader, we first have to recognize what might be holding us back in our thinking. Next week, we're going to look at what should we be thinking of leaders, but let's start by identifying, recognizing, and breaking some of those old, unhelpful patterns of thought. Hope it helps. God bless you, and look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash leadership, where you can see all our past episodes all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.